The Medical College of Wisconsin Office of Student Health and Wellness presents Well, 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 where each episode a very special guest and I discuss what it means to be well in the world of health science education. Hi everyone, welcome to this episode of Well, 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 excited for this guest, Kishan Patel. As the child of first-generation immigrant parents, Kishan has encountered a unique set of challenges starting with English not being the native language spoken in his household. In addition to the language barrier, no one in his family had pursued a career in the medical profession. However, he grew up in an environment where he routinely observed his family's drive to succeed in the face of challenge. The foundation of developing personal accountability, work ethic, and trust from his family were set place early in life. These attributes have shaped who he is today and instilled confidence in himself to overcome these obstacles and pursue his dreams. He graduated from the University of Wisconsin-Madison with a degree in biochemistry and pharmacology toxicology. Having recently graduated from the Medical College of Wisconsin, he hopes to start residency in radiation oncology in the coming months. I hope that you all enjoy this episode. Be well. Thank you, Kishan, for being here so much. We will start with our usual icebreaker on Well, 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 which is what is one way that you've been promoting your wellness or taking care of yourself recently? Yeah, for sure. So one of the ways I've been kind of taking care of myself recently is being around a lot of family and friends, along with what I like to do best is to kind of go around and scope out the different restaurant scenes in different towns locally and maybe but that's something that I really enjoy doing. Oh, very cool. So because I'm in Milwaukee, I have to ask, what's your what's your favorite place in Milwaukee? Yeah, I think my favorite place in Milwaukee is Dandan Noodle in Third Ward. Yeah, delicious, for sure. That's mm-hmm. a good spot. Love it. Okay, so uh, Kishan is here today to talk about the soap process, specifically his experience in the soap process. Um, And so I figured to just kind of level set for those who are not familiar, soap is the process by which eligible unmatched or partially unmatched applicants may apply to programs with unfilled residency positions and receive offers through the National Resident Matching Program. So soap day takes place on the Monday of match week. If a student finds out on that day that they're unmatched, they then participate. Well, they have the choice to participate in the SOAP process that week, um, completing applications to programs that have open positions, updating their letters, possibly. Um, Some people contemplate uh, applying to different specialties that might not have been their initial interest, and they interview during that week as well. So in the past, it was referred to as a scramble, and you can imagine it's obviously a stressful sort of whirlwind experience. Um, So as I mentioned, Kishan is here to share his experience with the SOAP process, as well as having to make a pivot in his journey afterward, how he dealt with that, what he learned, where he stands today. So let's just kind of jump in generally, Kishan. Tell us about your experience with the SOAP process specifically. Yeah, Mike's I can really kind of remember it much vivid, kind of being in the same month around that time frame. Um, Last year, that Monday where I was supposed to receive an email um, kind of saying if I match, I was on a flight and I received that email at 8 a.m. saying that I did not match and I would have to go through the SOAP process. So when I received that email, it was I was kind of very frantic. I was anxious. I did not know what to do. 
And in that hour flight I had, I kind of just thought about what I what were my next steps. So as soon as I landed, I got my bags and instead of driving towards Milwaukee, I drove towards Madison where my other colleagues and my other friends I had were kind of um, in medical school where, um, that they matched, but they were willing to take, um, take some of their time and help me through my own process in the soap. So I went towards Madison and in that moment, for me, it was a moment of self-reflection on my recent experiences that I've had in the last few months. Initially, I was applying to radiology. I was considering plastic surgery. And in the mo- the recent experience that I had in the last month with my grandfather di- got- getting diagnosed with lung cancer, I saw what radiation oncology had to offer. And it was a specialty that intertwined a lot of different disciplines, a lot of uh, aspects of procedural aspects, but also gave this longitudinal patient experience that allowed me to develop that long-term connection. And I really enjoyed that aspect about the special and in the sense where I went from radiology or plastic surgery towards applying for radiation oncology in the soap process. And that experience was having developing a new personal statement, having to get letter recommendations from faculty members I worked with in the last few rotations I had in community oncology and kind of gathering my application basically in about a day. And having done that, the next two days, I kind of just waited for a phone call. And in the meantime, I really just relied on my friends and family to just kind of talk to them, kind of focus my whether that be going to a restaurant or walking, taking a walk outside. But even though I went through those interview processes, I managed to not actually match into radiation oncology that week. And that's when it kind of hit what were my what did I really need to need to do to set myself up for success in the next year's coming match and I really relied made in radiation oncology they allowed me to kind of they gave me advice to my different options I've had and one of those options that I kind of self-discovered and kind of utilized to kind of create a path is working with the registrar at MCW working with my counselor working with the faculty to kind of develop a game plan to kind of delay my graduation from May to July to be able to do additional clinical rotations, to do away rotations, and then graduate after July. And then I really had to think about what I really wanted to do after July for the coming year. And at that time when I was doing my away rotations in June and July, I kind of reached out to faculty members at MCW in the Department of Radiation Oncology to kind of organize some sort of research experience. Although it was voluntary, voluntary, I managed to work on different projects. I got familiar with different softwares, different ways of looking at imaging and kind of get more involved into the field. And I was able to kind of talk about my experience in, my, in, in the interview trail for radiation oncology. And I think that went a long way of being able to talk about those experiences and kind of put me in a really good spot for this year's match. Amazing. So this pivot that we kind of mentioned earlier ended up being larger than you had anticipated, right? When when you found out that Monday, for example, that you were unmatched, it ended up being this year of exploration and kind of figuring things out. Um, and it sounds like people were an integral part of that. So your support systems were an integral 
part of that. Was there anyone else or anything else that was most important for you during this past year to kind of figure out what's next? Yeah. The support system I had that was definitely really important to me. I think the biggest other aspect that kind of was very good time is just kind of self-reflecting onto what I really wanted for my future, what I really wanted for my career. And I knew who I am and I didn't, I really did not want to sell myself short. So delaying my graduation and prolonging it to a different, to the next year of match cycle, I took that on as a way of kind of growing, showing others how I can go throughout the year how I can get myself involved in different research opportunities, different aspects of my hobbies, and kind of take this year for self-growth and self-learning and come out the other end as a much more um, mature individual. Great. Yeah, I just think about the difference between in the soap process, like you said, you basically have one day, two days, right? Maybe to like figure it all out, a decision, you know, what specialties you want to apply to, which programs you want to apply to, typically decisions that are made over months of time, right? Um, And then it's sort of switching to this having a year to really dig in and figure things out. And as you said, like, really figure out what you want, not just even maybe professionally, but just as a whole person, right? Like, what Mm -hmm. you want in life, what you value, like, how, how amazing. Exactly. Is there anything that you wish you would have known earlier that you feel like would help those in the future who are approaching the match process and potentially participating in SOAP? I think something I would have liked to have known earlier is kind of the options I had. Let's say, I think more uh, more of an anticip- anticipatory role in the sense that more engagement from different faculty members in the specialty that I would be applying for that would kind of help me gauge if I would match or not. But then also kind of having access to resources in the event that I do not match of being able to kind of apply for different research opportunities or different maybe jobs in that year if I do not match. So I think uh, for me, it was kind of learn as I go. But I think Something I would would have liked to know is just kind of my options I had much earlier in my fourth year in the event that I did not match. Right. Just this idea that there is there is some flexibility there. I feel like everything can feel really rigid and mm-hmm. people aren't always aware that there are other options that may be better for them. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So if you have one. What's like one message that you would like to send to those MCW learners in the future who find out they will, you know, they haven't matched and they have that option of participating in SOAP? Like what's a message you want to send to them? One of the messages I would like to send to the MCW students is to really not sell yourself short. Um, You've done a long, it's been a long road and you've done a lot of work to kind of get to the point where you are. And if there's a specialty that you're really interested in, take the time, take the year, take two years and really kind of make yourself that individual who can really thrive in that field and apply for that specialty once again. And I think that comes with the other piece where you really want to be able to self-reflect and know yourself, 
know your strengths, know your weaknesses, and kind of gauge what you would like to do for the future. And I think having that external motivation of kind of reaching your goals is one of those aspects that you can kind of use to help you get through this. Mm-hmm. Great. And then sort of bringing it back full circle, since this is the a wellness podcast, um, how have you seen your well-being evolve over the last few months or over the past year as you've been on this journey? Yeah, the last few months and even this last year, I've had a lot of time to kind of really immerse myself in a lot of my hobbies. One in particular is food photography and kind of expanding my social media page through different uh, photos of food or different kind of videos of the whole restaurant and the ambiance it has and kind of working with Yelp Wisconsin this year. And that was an opportunity that I kind of uh, got around match week last year where they kind of reached out to me and asked me to kind of do event photography for one of their um, restaurant showcases they had. And it kind of turned into a monthly event afterwards. So every month they would kind of host an event at a new restaurant locally in Madison. And I would kind of go there and be able to take food, talk to the chefs, talk to the restaurant owners, and just kind of get a perspective on what they kind of went through opening up their businesses, why they showcased certain cuisines on their menu, And it was a great collaboration and a great way for me to meet new people and then kind of also spend some time on that creative end on expanding that social media page I have. That's so awesome. Like we were kind of saying earlier, this like not just opening up ways in which to explore professionally, but like the ability to nurture your whole self, right? Like you as Mm -hmm. the whole person and get into some of these other things that you have interest in. I love that. Um, how, if students are so inspired, they want to connect with you, how can students find you or how can they reach you? I think the one way students can find me is by, if they do not have my MCW email, they can definitely reach out to Dr. Sue at MCW. Mm -hmm. And she has like my contact information and regarding like my follow-up emails. And that's a great way to kind of reach me through email. And I'm sure Dr. Sue would be able to kind of give you more contact information like my cell phone number as well. So either my cell phone or my email are great ways to contact me. Great. So I will include your email in the show notes and Dr. Sue's um, information as well if people would like to connect with you in a different way. So thank you so much, Kishan, for being here. I appreciate you coming on, telling your story. I know when you and I initially discussed this, it it was we were kind of just focused on soap and then as we were talking I realized this is so much bigger than soap right this idea of really Mm -hmm. pivoting um, and having the full year to explore and reflect and we certainly wish you the best of luck um, next month and hope you get some really good news yeah thank you so much Carrie thank you for having me Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Well, Well, Well. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. And if you have any thoughts or ideas for the podcast, or you might feel passionate about a wellness topic you'd love to chat about as a very special guest, never hesitate to reach out to me on my MCW email. I leave it in the show notes. And we want this podcast to really be meaningful and valuable to you, our listeners. Thanks, everyone, and be well.